Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> it's weird. It's a Wednesday that feels like a Friday. And uh, first and foremost, let us clarify uh, that tomorrow is Canada Day. And Canada Day is a holiday in Canada. So if you're an American wondering, hmm, what are you guys talking about? It's kind of like your 4th of July. You guys celebrate Independence Day. We celebrate the birth of our dominion. But this year, a lot of communities aren't because of the residential schools discovery. And it, I'm not really even sure what's going on for Canada Day. So tomorrow is Canada Day. You do what you want with that information. <laughs> do you hate saying Canada Day? I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can Radio tell. sucks when you got to say Canada Day, especially when they put it in those those commercials for, like, car dealers and stuff. And big Canada Day. Canada Day. Canada Day. You got to work on your tongue work. Your tongue work. Fuck me. I can't do it. Remind me, by the way, to tell you what a bunch of losers U-Haul are. Oh, I will. <laughs> but first, let's talk a little bit about podcasts. Let's talk about podcasts and radio in a podcast. That's fun. Well, I was I saw a couple of out, outraged people on Twitter. And I know, guys, that happens all the time, anytime, about anything, really. But uh, it caught my eye because it was about Howard Stern. And I, I quite like Howard Stern. And I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Uh, there's a lot of people that are quite angry with Howard Stern. So in looking into it, I guess, you tell me if you think it's fair, and I know you come from a a certain perspective on this one, Scott. So that being said, that's fine. You tell me how you feel about this. Okay, what's the story with Stern? Most people know Howard Stern's most recent deal with Sirius XM. He signed a massive one, $500 million, just ridiculous, but understandable. I mean, it's Howard Stern, right? So all of these people... Decided to get their Sirius XM. A lot of them do it just for Howard Stern. For those sure. who don't know, of course, right? Uh, Sirius was brilliant to steal Stern away from FM radio. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, and he's 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 got a lot of perks. And there's a new perk that he now has, Scott, with this new deal that he decided to let his listeners know this week that previously he held back on, and the media, for some reason, didn't know about because when this deal leaked. Months ago, we knew 500 million. We knew he was going back to Sirius XM because he could easily do a podcast and make many monies. He could easily jump back to FM radio and make a lot of money if he wanted to and syndicate, whatever. So he decided to go that route. And Sirius XM users are pissed. He announced this week there will be no new Howard Stern for the summer. He got the summer off? He's giving himself part of the new deal is, and it was a deal with Sirius. It's not like they're surprised by it, that he gets the summer off. So, I mean, yeah, I was reading some people were pissed on Reddit, for example, Howard Stern taking the whole summer off. This is bullshit. You can't just take a couple of weeks like the rest of us. Uh, Another one. I pay $20 a month for Sirius XM. I'm not paying $40 for reruns. This is horseshit. (laughs) Stern fans um, should do this. If he knew the deal would be like this, maybe we would have rooted for Howard to retire. Like, people are pissy about it. Oh, um, fuck off. Allegedly, if you want to see it this way, it means he's getting $17 million for his two months of summer vacation off based on the deal that he made, which is five years at $100 million per year. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, people... Look, <sighs> look. I know, I know. Uh, I know from your perspective, because you are in, in media, if you will, maybe it would be different from someone else's. Maybe it won't. But to me, he is still a human. He has the power to make whatever deal he wanted. And when he negotiated, 
I have no doubt in my mind that was a big one on his list. I have made a shit ton of money. I am the quote unquote king of all media. I will bring listeners to Sirius XM, but I need a fucking break at the same time because I'm not, you know, 30 years old anymore. You know, he's getting older. He's 67. He's 67. He wants to spend time with his family. I have nothing but respect for people who, and I know we're, we're, we're talking about someone who's extremely wealthy, but I still have respect for people who can stop what they're doing and say, I need to do this for me. This is part of what I need to do for my, maybe my mental health, my family's mental health and well-being. I need to spend time with them. Even though I know his show, how long is his show every day? I don't even know. Uh, I think he's only doing like two and a half hours of live show every day. Yeah, yeah. Two and a half, three hours. Uh, it, it, man, I, I give him nothing but credit. If I had that yeah. kind of power, I'd probably do that too. <laughs> well, you know, that's a fair point. So let, let's just say this. I do have a lot of respect for Howard Stern. I'm certainly not going to shit on him for this. In fact, I'm congratulating him. This guy made him, he, he is the definition of bet on yourself. He really is. Because he had a deal that he did not like in New York, doing a show that had a shit ton of restrictions on him. And he had an opportunity to go somewhere that no one had ever gone before. Literally. Satellite radio. They came to him and said, all right, so our business model here is we're going to charge people for something that they can get for free anyway. And he thought, you know, I see what your vision is here. I see the potential here. I will do it. But you're going to pay me to do it. And and if there was no Stern, there probably wouldn't even be a Sirius XM today. Yeah. It's a horrible business model. You can get radio for free anywhere. You can listen to music for free on multiple different places. This guy convinced you to pay something that you can get free. Free. And you're buying it because of him. So he's worth every penny. Do I begrudge him for taking summers off? Not a fucking chance. He got a good deal. He negotiated a good deal because he's worth it. And I I think that people need to sort of get over the whole, well, why am I paying for this if he's off all summer? I mean, ask yourself that. You're the one who's paying for something Mm -hmm. that's free. Why the fuck would you do that? It's an option. You know, it's an option. You're getting a certain number of shows over the course of a year. How they get divvied up is completely up to them. And if Stern negotiated summers off, more power to him. I think that's great. And not to mention, the guy's 67 years old. He needs to be in bed by 7. He's almost at the age where you're eating dinner at 4. Yeah. And and your treat for the day is when you get a cup of tapioca pudding. Yeah, you can't, like, I understand people maybe being pissed at SiriusXM for that choice uh, and, and agreeing on that. You certainly can't get mad at Stern, man. He's he's the man, I, in my opinion. I thought that was interesting, though, that so many people are pissy, not realizing as well that, or were you expecting him to work straight through the summer? Really? Realistically? I know a lot of people in radio, and maybe they don't have the same power as Stern, but they'll do almost the same thing. But they've worked their way up. Much like any business where you work your way up to six vacation weeks a year. Some people have as much as eight, which is nuts. You worked your ass off to get there. Same goes with him, so definitely don't shit on Stern. If you want to go ahead and cancel your subscriptions, fine. Um, another story, if I may, it's... I, uh, we before need- you go to the other story, can I just say, and, and this is a conversation that you and I have all the time, yeah. but never with our audience, is um, how much do we reveal? You and I are about to go through another round of contract negotiations because uh, we're into almost into the final year of our deal for our FM radio show and our podcast. We have, when we came to the company that we work for now... We we were coming into a brand new market and we proved ourselves. We're number one already. 
And the podcast has gone from a smaller audience to almost a million listeners to After 9. So our negotiation is going to be a little uh, interesting, too. And I'll tell you, one of the things that I really admire about Stern is the fact that he's open with his audience about his negotiations. Now, he doesn't tell you money and stuff like that, but he'll tell you yeah, it's going well. It's not going well and, and things like that. So, uh, you know what? The next year is going to be an interesting one, everybody. Stay tuned to After 9. Yeah. Because <laughs> we sure as shit can't talk about it on air, but we can do it here. Well, so there you go. You're going to hate this then. Are you ready for this story? I was going to bring this. I was going to bring this up only because I find this to be an interesting group of gentlemen hosting a podcast. Yeah. I know you like Will Arnett. Yeah. Yeah. I love Will. He's funny. Me shit. too. Me too. Uh, so Will Arnett, if you don't know, has a podcast with Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes. Jason. That's a good group. That's it. Yeah, right. That's a, like, I'm kind of curious to listen to it. And by the way, hey, I have no problem talking about other podcasts. If you're a podcast listener, you're you tend to listen to several podcasts. It's called Smartless. I didn't even know this existed, to be honest. I like Sean Hayes a lot. I was a big Will and Grace fan. The first run, the first run, to be to be clear. Um, and then Ozark, big fan. Love me some Jason Bateman and anything he's in. I really I'll watch it. And Will Arnett, same thing. So <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. Amazon just bought their podcast. A lot of these um, big podcast providers are chomping at the bit to buy up these podcasts and exclusively have them. I think most people know about Joe Rogan, right? And and that yeah. massive deal with uh, Spotify. Yeah, so that was Am- a good deal for Spotify to get Joe. I agree with you completely. It's gonna it's gonna be a hit for a lot of people. But Amazon just purchased their podcast for eighty million dollars. Yeah, that's a huge payday for a podcast. It's it's like early access rights too, because this thing is, I guess, it's new. Um, the three, it's a three year agreement. It's worth about eighty million bucks. It will hit Amazon Music one week, but here's this here's the thing: it's not exclusive, which is interesting. It will hit Amazon one week before other podcast apps, starting mm. August first. So it's not exclusivity, but they're getting a jump on their competition. I think that's an interesting way to do it, too. Yeah, that is an interesting way to do it. I I can't see what the advantage is there unless Amazon is going to make you pay to listen to it. How do they make money off of that? Is it just drawing people into their service or is it the credibility of saying they get it a week before everybody else? Yeah, I think it's both, honestly, because they'll get a lot of people listening to it. And then what they do is they kind of cut down the competition a little bit with that. Because if you already heard it on Amazon, you're not going to go ahead and listen to it on Spotify when it's there a week later. But Spotify is making massive moves, too. I mean, one of these places is going to come out on top as they continue to buy these out. They recently bought the uh, the Barstool one, Call Her Daddy. Oh, yeah. Well done from her, by the way, the host of that one. She, If you listen, if you actually read the story of that, the backstory of that, it's pretty impressive what she did. She be- It was one of those, I believed in myself and look where I am now. They wanted right. to shut that down. They wanted to change it. 60 million bucks is what Spotify just spent on a podcast. So wow. the podcast world is alive and well, everybody. You know what, though? It really is the future. It really is. I mean, it's on demand. And what we try and do here with After 9 is, well, A, you're going to get our honest, uncensored take because uh, we have certain fucking rules that we've got to follow on the the FM radio show that we don't have to follow in the podcast. And this is our content completely uncensored. So we do it that way. But it's also meant to be something that you could listen to in place of a radio show if you're just sick of what you hear on the radio or you want to listen at a different time or it's not convenient for you mm-hmm. when we're typically on. So that's why we do it. I, I never expected it would get as big as it is. Uh, I don't mind telling you guys, though, that Spotify is our biggest platform now. 
it used to be Apple by a mile, but more and more people are going to Spotify for podcasts, and I'm happy that more and more people are downloading this. We do a fresh episode every single day, except for in the summertime. <laughs> We're going to be on holidays a lot this summer, just so you know. But we will still have new episodes out over the summer. Um, but we do a new episode every day. Some radio people that do podcasts, uh, they just cut together clips of their show and and put it out there. And eh, if you want to listen to it, great. If you don't, we don't put any effort into it, so we don't give a shit. And that's fine for them. We actually do a, a, a lot of effort in our After 9 podcast. So thank you to you for listening. And uh, congrats to Jason Bateman. And who are the other two? Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. Yeah. I mean, big fucking payday. Good. Uh, Caller Daddy, great. That's another good podcast. It's a good listen. Not every episode, but the ones I've heard are pretty good for the most part. And uh, yeah, of course, Joe Rogan. Huge money. Huge money. He deserves it, too. He worked his dick off for that. So good money is what he deserves. And Stern getting summers off? Again, that's great. And again, keep in mind, he's 67. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Uh, Sirius is who you have a problem with, not with Howard Stern. Yeah. I think that pretty well sums that up, doesn't it? The podcast <laughs> I concur. stuff. I concur. Yeah. No, I'm happy when other people do well on podcasts. Um, it's good for them. They've earned it. And they deserve everything that's coming to them as far as the money's concerned. Uh, I guess along the same lines, there's a, another push towards the four-day work week. We've been advocating for this for almost a decade now. I really do think that we need to have one of those national conversations on how we work, because one thing the pandemic taught us is we like being at home and we don't like going to the office. One thing it taught us is we can telecommute. We can do a lot yeah. of different things. Yeah. And the four day work week, for those who don't know, is, is a very simple concept. Instead of working Monday to Friday, whoever determined that that was the way things should go. I, I don't know, but it's been that way ever since they decided that. So you work eight hours a day, five days a week. Man, you got your 40 hours. Fine. Why can't we just work 10 hours a day, four days a week? Instead of nine to five, why can't we work eight to six and have a long weekend every weekend? That'd be so much better for the environment because it would cut down on the commuting. It'd be so much better for students because mm -hmm. there'd be an extra day when they could get those quote unquote part time hours. It would be great in so many different ways. Our mental health yes. would be so much better. And our sleep, our overall health would be better with a four day work. Week. That's a big one, too, because that does cost governments money. Right. A lot of people don't associate some of those things that you mentioned as costing money, but they most certainly do. And you can take a look at statistics and how much money your government spends on mental health initiatives and efforts. And some of it is because people are overworked and they feel, you know, a certain way. And it could be many different ways because they're overworked. If you do this, there's a great chance that you're going to get you're going to clean, actually make, save money that way. You won't be making you won't be uh, spending money. You'll be making money. Yeah, I think so, too. So they, they did a survey. 13,000 people took this and they just wanted to know, would you be in favor of a longer Monday to Thursday or Tuesday to Friday if you got a three day weekend every weekend? The vast majority, 66 percent say, yep, they would prefer it that way. Less than one in four, 23 percent say the current system is the best way to do it. 11 percent aren't sure. And of those people who said that, yeah, I, I think I'd like to do a four-day work week, 72% of them said they think they'd be even more productive with longer time at the mm. office but fewer times at the office. Mm. It's hard to disagree with that. How many times have you been working on something and you got into a good groove and then, oh, well, it's quitting time. See you tomorrow, fuckers. If you had an extra couple hours, finish that off, maybe you would be more productive. 
Or maybe it's just time to say, you know what? You need to put in 40 hours a week. Do them whenever you want. Yeah, there are some places, and you're right. You you made a great point, um, and, and it could go for a lot of different things, um, that the pandemic has taught us that we can handle a lot more than we thought we could. Mm-hmm. Working from home, if you had told someone in the beginning of um, 2019, everyone's going to be working from home. Oh, impossible. Like just, you know, technology, people will get lazy at home. No, it seems to be working. And for a lot of businesses, working well. So who's to say we can't make that work well? It's just, it would be another new normal that we would all get used to. And I think it is a great point as well to bring up that it would actually increase part-time jobs in some areas. I know there are some people that might worry about salary decreases because of it. Not necessarily the case though. And depending on the business model, if they can even have one part-timer working from home and just kind of doing the very generic um, responses, like, uh, you know, somebody will be in the office on Tuesday, but Mondays, uh, we're a four-day work week like most other people, and someone will be in touch with you. Maybe you just have one part-timer that kind of does that. Every business would be different based on their business model, but I think it's something that we could make work. It's not so crazy. It's not nonsense. It can happen. It could totally happen. We just all have to make an effort to make that happen. And you know what? It's not an impossible mountain to climb. Have that conversation. And maybe we don't all agree that this is the way to go. I really think more companies should consider it, that this is a way to go. No matter what, you're going to pay those 40 hours. Whether they do them over four or five days, it shouldn't really matter to you as long as they can get it Mm -hmm. done and you're staffed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just make sure that you're staffed. And that the work gets done. And what do you care? You'll have happier employees. Retention's going to be better. It's, it, it's good on so many different levels. I really wish we would take a harder look at doing something like that. Uh, I want to talk about criminals quickly because they come up from time to time in the news. Some of them are smart. Some of them are morons. The OPP. This guy's such a piece of shit. The OPP are looking to help solve a break and enter that they say destroyed ice cream. They were called to an unnamed location along Lake Erie in Port Dover Sunday night for reports of a break-in. They say sometime between Friday and Sunday, some asshole broke into an ice cream hut on the property. The suspects stole some sodas and some cash, and then on the way out, opened the freezer and left it open. All of the ice cream had to be thrown out. It was ruined. Now, I'm not just mad about that because they wasted the ice cream and it's probably delicious. But what kind of a fucking asshole are you? You didn't break in for the ice cream. Why did you have to do that? You know, it's yeah, it's one thing to to violate somebody like that. It's one thing to break into their business and steal their products and steal their money. You didn't break in there for ice cream. You just wanted to be an asshole. That is why you left that freezer open on the way out because you're a fucking loser. (laughs) You're a fucking idiot. You know, I hope you know crimes like that where, you know, what? it's not like you just needed money. So you broke in somewhere to steal some cash and, and that was it. I mean, there's certain scenarios where, you know, when it's survival that we're talking about here, I almost can kind of understand where you were coming from. Mm-hmm. But when you break in and steal the money that you went in there for and then do something so fucking mean like that just to be a dick. I really hope that somebody shoots you. I would like, you know what? Don't even ask any fucking questions. If we figure out who it is, or you know what? Leave him alone with the owner of that shop who put their heart and soul into that business. Not only did you rob them and violate them, 
You had to do that and get rid of all their inventory on top of it? Give me a break. I hate people. I've got a I've got a great real quick for you because I don't know if you saw this story that that came out, but there's a rapper named Pooh Shiesty. Have you heard of this guy? Pooh Shiesty? Yeah, I know. It's the worst rap. It's the worst rap. Are you making that up? I swear to God. Pooh, P-O-O-H, Shiesty. Oh, like Winnie the Pooh. Like Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Yeah, like whatever. He's still Pooh. Uh, so this guy, what a moron. He's probably going to end up behind bars uh, in prison for sure. So what happened was he posted a picture of himself on Instagram. Listen, police aren't stupid and they have ways to get into your Instagram account. And that's exactly what they did. And that's the reason he's under arrest because, (laughs) what a moron, back in October, him and a couple of friends apparently went to purchase some high-end sneakers and weed and a whole bunch of other shit and ended up stealing money. A ton of money. So he posted this photo of him with money in it. Cops zoomed in on the photo. You fucking idiot. And sure enough, the serial number of one of those bills matched one of the uh, one of the bills that were in the bag that was apparently stolen. And now he's uh, yeah, now he's facing some some jail time. What a fucking moron. I mean, it's dumb, 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 Uh, dumb people everywhere. Unreal. Hey, I can beat you on that one. Uh, Here's a guy. He is from Waterboro, Maine, who's in trouble with the police. So police got a call about a stolen vehicle on Sunday. They stopped a guy who was walking nearby because they thought he might be involved. And it turns out he wasn't involved. This was just a guy who was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He did, however, have an outstanding warrant for his arrest. He'd been caught shoplifting at Walmart. Uh, first off, I mean, what do you do, right? Like, this person had a warrant. They didn't do anything wrong in this case. They were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Cops happened to scoop them because somebody else uh, lifted a car not far from there. So the guy gets taken down to jail. They booked him. And they said it's going to be a $200 bond if you want out or you can wait for the judge. So the guy said, all right, fine, I'll pay the $200 bond, let me out, I'll deal with the shoplifting charge at Walmart later. He paid the bond with counterfeit fucking bills. <laughs> okay, that <You> one wins. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> that one wins. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do that? Did you take the money? You counterfeit bills to the cops to pay bail? Is this Mr. Pennybags? What the fuck is this? (laughs) Nice try. So so as soon as he did it, the cops are like, "Mm, no, sorry, dude, that's not going to fly. They charged him again and then just took him back to the cell. It was going to be another hundred bucks on top of that to get out. That one he paid with a real one hundred dollars cash. And he is going to be due in court on August the 4th. Wow, 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 wow. See how many smart individuals there are walking this earth, everybody? Doesn't it make you feel good? It's unbelievable, Kat. Just unbelievable. Uh, It is the long weekend, everybody. It's a good opportunity for us to remind you to be responsible and don't drink and drive. I know some people will be tempted to do so, but there's really no excuse for doing that. Uh, We're not going to do a long one today because we don't need to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a long weekend for us, too, and we're going to get out of here and enjoy it, and I hope you guys get the chance to as well. Uh, And don't forget, you can always listen back. Don't forget, you can always listen back. Maybe you're a newer podcast listener. There is, uh, how many do we have now at this point? 
There's uh, over 450 yeah. episodes now. And we did finally, thanks Apple, finally, a year and a half later, get all of the archived episodes in. So one of the things that I know that there's like a dozen different listeners that message us all the time that have gone back to last March, March 2020. And you could even go further back. You can go back to like January 2020 when we first started talking about COVID. And when you listen to the pandemic, like binge listen to it, it's crazy how much stuff we said would happen that came true, how much stuff we speculated about that didn't happen. It really is amazing. And and some people have pointed out, I think we got our own timeline right, where we started to to question whether or not our government officials are actually if they've actually got this under control, if they actually know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. was right around the second wave is when we started to ask questions like, why, does, why can you only have 10 people inside regardless of how, side the, how big the business is? People have picked up on that. Oh, I could hear a definite change once the government started contradicting their own rules. So if you want to go back and listen to it in real time, feel free. We're going to be off on Friday, but we will have a new episode Monday. Oh, and I got to tell you about U-Haul. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Quickly. These these people, Kat, three different times now, I have made a reservation with U-Haul to rent a, a trailer and shown up and it wasn't there. They didn't have it. So uh, in the past, I've used U-Haul trailers to move my daughter in and out of residence. I think everybody understands you can fit most of the contents of a dorm in a five by eight trailer and it's covered so it doesn't get wet if it rains. Just Hook up the trailer, pick up the stuff, and bring it home. I've done that a few times. Twice, they fucked me. I had a reservation, a confirmed reservation, by the way, because you, you got to read the fine print. They don't always confirm your confirmation. So make sure you pay attention if you ever book something through those idiots. Okay, good to know. Good tip. But I, I did have a confirmed reservation. I made it weeks ago. I had this trailer. I went to pick it up yesterday. Oh, yeah, we don't have any. And what they'll always do is try and blame it on, oh, I, sorry, I guess some customer didn't return it. Well, I thought, hmm, that's more than a coincidence when it happens three times in a row. Mm-hmm. Three times in a row they've done this to me. So this time I had just had enough. And I thought, you know, I'm going to put this on social and see if I'm the only one who's had problems with U-Haul. Kat, the amount of people that have messaged me to say the exact same thing happened to them. They went on the U-Haul website, or they called, they reserved a truck or a trailer, and then when they got there, it wasn't available. God damn it. Why? How Do you guys not understand? Do you remember the Seinfeld bit about explaining what a reservation does? It reserves the vehicle? Yeah. So for me, in this case, I mean, this one's a little time sensitive. I get very limited time off, and I happen to be off for the next couple of days because of the long weekend. I have some university students moving into a property in the U.S. that I have to get furniture into. So I've got to take some some couches and some beds and stuff from my garage down to the States. I need a trailer to do that. And U-Haul didn't really seem to care until I started tweeting them. They don't like the negative publicity. They don't like that at all. Soon as you start sending off those social media posts, boom, they're all over it. Hey, how can we resolve this problem? And I mean, that's fine for me. They did resolve it. I did get a trailer now for tomorrow. My whole trip is delayed because of them. But at least I'm going to be able to make the trip. Yeah. If, if you're just regular Joe Blow that's got like 150 or 200 followers, I don't know if you would have that same kind of luck. 
And that pisses me off. Yeah. It, and you know, I have no idea if this has to do with, with what I heard um, a while back. But a lot of these, because we are ordering, ordering online more, a lot of these big companies like your Amazons or whatever, even extra FedEx deliveries or whoever it might be, Post, are renting out these in large quantities. And sometimes it could be a truck rental place. Sometimes it could be a U-Haul service. But because their contracts are so big and so much money, they'll cancel other orders to take theirs because that's guaranteed dough. And they'll rent them out for months. But they're not telling the public that. Well, I don't know if that's the case here. I'm just saying it is an issue with any kind of truck rental. That's, you know, if you're going to be in business, you should be fair to your customers because you want them to shop with you. And I do shop with them. I've rented from U-Haul many, many times. Always the same trailer. And I bring it back in good condition. I even wash it out sometimes if I happen to, like, spill a coffee or something like that. I'm a good customer. All you guys have to do is say, I'm sorry, you can't rent that because it's all taken up by Amazon and FedEx and UPS and whomever else. I'll understand, and I'll go somewhere else. But don't tell me I've got a reservation so that I completely ignore my other options. And, yeah, there are other rental options out there, only for me to get there and end up stuck. That's, That's what pisses me off. That's brutal. I'm sorry to hear that. So you're delayed a bit, but you're still making your trip. Well, I'm I'm one of the lucky ones. I still get to to go. I just have to do it uh, later in the weekend. It'll be less time in the states. It is what it is. At least I can do it. But you know, I can't be the only one. I, I'm definitely not. Based on the DMs I got, what if I were moving? What if today's the thirtieth? I got to get out of this place, and I can move into my new place tomorrow uh, on the first. And I don't have that moving truck. Yep. But I had it reserved. But, ah, uh, well, sorry. Yeah, we don't have it. Yep. I know. It happens. It's Which is horrible. You feel it like that horrible. could be a guarantee when you have a confirmed uh, rental. Well, then just don't just say flat out it's not available. And that's fine. If I go somewhere, if I try and rent a, a rider truck and they say, I'm sorry, we don't have any available. I'll understand and I'll just keep looking. I'm not going to be mad at rider. I will be very mad at rider, although in this case it is U-Haul. I'll be very mad at them if they say I've got it and then I get there and I don't and I haven't had a chance to rent from anywhere else. That's what's frustrating. So, uh, I'm one of the lucky ones. I do have a truck. I will be in the States this weekend. I will enjoy freedom in America. Yeah. For about about 36 hours and then I'm going to come back to hell here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have a great weekend though. Happy Canada Day. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.